0: Kel, you know how everybody, and they're all different, but has, like, their own, like, I would say two to three songs that you probably sing every single day of your life as you're just going about, like, your own personal business because it's stuck in your head since the year it came out for whatever reason. And I'll be honest, like, I'll be, I'll put my my stuff out here. For me, it's usually almost exclusively uh, either from Beverly Hills Cop's soundtrack, you know, it's always something like that, or, you know, uh, I'm in love with a stripper by T-Pain. I don't know why. It's just like the catchiest song in the history of songs. (laughs) But I like seriously, for the last like I'd say like at least a week and a half, two weeks, as I'm just walking through my house, it's just like against
1: the ninja. We're
0: all fighting for your freedom against the ninja. I don't know why, but it it genuinely Miami Connections soundtrack might be the greatest thing that ever came out in the history of time. Like people think that like Play-Doh and socrates and michelangelo you know and all these people did all this greatness for art and for culture and for for progressing us forward in time you know even like the beatles or pink floyd and i say fuck all that because nobody's beaten dragon sound okay that is just top tier yeah like premium quality cannot be beaten
1: 80s music like like top gun top gun tried with their volleyball scene but they come on clearly clearly second fiddle to uh to a Taekwondo band playing uh, uh, a song about friendship in Taekwondo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fight, punch, kick. It's just some of the best work that could yeah. ever
1: exist. Whilst and I'm not I, definitely not even trying to look like they're playing an instrument like in, in any way. Shape well, or form. yeah. yeah. What do you think
0: this is? Spinal tap? No, yeah, we're not here right. to actually look like we're playing music. What I'd right. like to state though is I would love if there's a way, I don't know how it would be possible, but if there's a way to like view alternate dimensions where you get to pick the thing that like changed it. So you could have like a viewfinder and it's like glimpse into things. I would just want to see what the world looks like if Miami Connection is like considered like the greatest movie ever made. Like it still is exactly the same as it is now, but it's just that everybody understood and got immediately what was awesome so
1: here's you. here's the thing that i think that might not do it for because we like that movie for a totally different reason than somebody would have liked that movie when it came out <laughs> oh
0: no but that's what i'm saying if if the world understood why we love right, it now right yes then
1: yes i i'm i'm aware but 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 follow follow me follow me down this path okay. so i think that that would be like that would like accelerate all the like we would have our generation would have never happened like climate change would've, would've, like, would like, have would have like ruined. They would have skipped immediately to like post-ironic bullshit where they're like everything is like schlag. Like, oh man, you get it. It's like we've got cocaine ninjas. Like, I don't know that the world was ready for like that level of like kind of like butthole gazing at this time. Like, I don't I don't really know that we could have done it. Um, but uh like because it, and also I don't I think it would be like the reason that those movies part of it the reason is is they're so good is because part of your brain knows it's awful like you might it might be like a it might be a part that's like kind of in the back and like you know it's not really like that you're enjoying it mostly but there is a part that is consciously like this is dog shit on some level and like you know you know that there has been at least a thousand people at some point in time there was like if if that, in this case, I guess twelve people who were like, "This fucking sucked man. like the, the without a trace of of sarcasm or anything like that. And also, like, you know, it that's the true underdog dog story there. You want a mighty ducks. This is the mighty Ducks of movies. Make this movie. make this movie about movies. That's you know, that's
0: fair. And but the yeah. reason I, I'll grant you that your premise though, but like kind of ruining and distorting all of the world. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, you're actually. that's fair because, like, you would sound of, like thunder jump 20, like, you know, fix things. But then you also are going to ignore and get rid of the naivete of the 90s. You're just going to jump right into, like you say, post-ironic, like, fuck off dickery. And that actually could be beneficial because then we would probably uh, have eliminated a lot of the nonsense silliness that we, you know, allowed to transpire throughout the 90s and 2000s. Do you remember highlights? Remember when fucking every boy that you knew had frosted tips and, like, you wanted to slap them in the face? Like, it was just... There was a lot of really bad times that we went through.
1: You you know what's funny is when you said highlights, my mind immediately went to Highlights magazine, and I was like, (laughs) I was like, yeah, man, I remember I went to the dentist. Yeah, I remember Highlights magazine. Uh, Actually, Highlights is based in my town. Like that, like their like offices are like here, which is an odd thing. Um, That is very random. When I first moved here, I was like, whoa, it's just like a house. And it's just got like highlights I'm like you can't this 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 is it okay um but you know i remember i remember the puka shell necklaces i oh. remember every i remember when fucking every single dude in the school had the same haircut of like the little the little like like stick up thing in the front yeah. and like it, it's it's the aaron it's,
0: carter it's like
1: yeah.
0: it was annoying what else annoyed me to no end back then it's not necessarily that I'm blaming people per se, because I agree with you. Like it wasn't annoying the poofy haircuts and the puka shells and all this stuff. But like when you look back on it, just like the random thing society was like, Yeah, we're this is what we're gonna push forward for right now. Like, you I, I don't understand why why were skinny jeans a thing? Kel, why did you wear jeans that were like four sizes too small around your thighs? Like, I want to understand what this was. So
1: so this is interesting here. I believe, like, if you look at anyone wearing jeans in the 80s, it's the same shit. Like, the, the, the cut might be slightly different, but, like, it's evocative of the same thing. I think that, that, that none of that was new, really. I think that it was just, I mean, it, and that's an interesting but thing there, That's a which, fair
0: point you're making, yeah. but
1: i would like to point out that you know axel
0: rose and people like that have cocaine legs so they're wearing skinny jeans but that's just because they actually have chicken yeah. legs
1: i mean so it's a the, little different the real not funny answer is because like yeah, emo came out of the goth movement uh originally yeah. and like that's that that i feel like that that was uh there, there's a lot of shared dna there and i mean fucking look at robert smith okay. like he he was never wearing but look like, at, trip pants
0: yeah but i'm saying but look at emo goth kids like you point that out but emo goth kids there was it was goth kids are like yeah I'm wearing the baggiest of Jinko jeans like I came out from grunge and well, I uh, some, you know, upgraded from some like of ska. Them were... And then you have like emo kids who are like, I'm gonna wear the tightest pants with the loosest hoodies with exclusively indie like band shirts. And I'm gonna yes. like have my hair dyed and I'm gonna have the bang comb over. And I'm just gonna like mope and whine and all that. I don't, I'm not trying to attack you personally, Kel, but I'm also like using you as my example for who right. I'm Right. No, going I, off I get this it. With.
1: I get it. Yeah. It's just
0: like, I, it, it would be one thing. Like, I, there's a thing where I'm like, look, I don't mind any one person being who they are. and, live your life and be you but i do mind when my high school that's 60 percent of the people i'm looking at i'm like what is going on right now
1: so that that was okay so a couple of things there one i think that it's because the the again not funny but uh emo like the 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 original emo thing like when we were in high school that was actually like the kind of like end of that the generation right before us like the like two or three like graduating classes before us that was really more that was, and that was closer to '80s uh, goth, which definitely was not the, like the baggy pants. It was like mm-hmm. a very specific uh, type of thing. And I mean, it's it's I don't, it's it's hard to really like pin any of that shit down. One thing I do th- think that's interesting about all that is that like the that time um, was like the the kind of like the emo kid thing. That was the last one of those. That they're ever like where there's like these waves of like um uh, of trend that like white sweep through like you've got like you know like the this the grunge like you've got the emo like that was the last one of those because then the internet was there and everything was so diffused that there wasn't really like any kind of like that that the stratification there was not as was not possible I in put, the same way
0: could I put forth one option and you can feel free to rebut this because you know you've met more whites than I have in my life right. but uh i would argue that there was one trend that came right after that is after that emo wave you know uh pop punk thing passed you had like the era of douche whereas it, it was like all pop callers you know lacoste like, oh, i all want to you know do all this stuff and then after that i kind of feel like there wasn't but you could also tell me what, oh, weren't they already just...
1: there that like, was my thought like...
0: that's why i said you could rebut yeah. it like i was like i don't know how yeah. douchey I... like frat boys have always so, been
1: so i mean I only have like my experience of being in school, but during that time, it seemed like they all looked the same. Like it was the same. The only difference was like at one point they stopped wearing those closed toe Birkenstocks and like that felt like the real change there. Um, And there was like a shift from Abercrombie to, to Hollister. Like Mm -hmm. I, I don't like shopping in this dark store anymore. I'm going to go to this dark store. Um, that that's really the, the ship speaking of like, uh, like past shit, man, I watched this video the other day. Um, I was like doing this, uh I was trying to find so I was with my sister and she we, we were talking about how like we're both like into like uh kind of like backrooms, uh analog horror, like like weird mall old mall videos. Um and I was trying to find I was like, Oh, I wonder if there's like a video of like Collin Creek Mall and its heyday of like you know, just like oh someone I should have thought like how would you be filming that? You would have had to have a pickup truck back up so that you could like like set up the tripod and everything that was attached to you with that machine from aliens so that you could fucking wheel it through <laughs> the the mall but uh no so what i found instead was do you remember and maybe you've heard about this uh do you remember that like little bridge area and like that kind of like a drainage pit section next to the mall and next to the mall parking lot do you kind of know what? oh yeah
0: mean? i do yeah yeah
1: do you know that there was like a whole thing there like like there's so there are like there are tunnels that go down there and there's it's like a whole like i was watching this like quote like uh influencer um i uh who was like talking he was somebody who was like local to plano and he was like yeah you know city of plano like asked me to to talk about like you know like because i've gone down there before it was like for like a ghost story type thing during covid and uh he, he so he was like oh so i'm gonna go down i've gone on there uh only once before so i'm gonna go down again um and yeah like this was like a thing like he goes through and like you enter right there and like it feels like he fucking goes in there like for a while and like you get to one area where there's like like quote bloody handprints like all over the wall like it's a it's a tunnel so it's like in a, like a it's like a, a drainage t- t- uh like pipe so it's like in a perfect circle and it goes to what's called the witch room and like it's just like this room like full of like you know weird stuff painted on the walls and it keep i'm like what the fuck like i i remember like kind of hearing stuff about this like vaguely when i was uh when i was younger but it always seemed like like that there's no way there's no possible way but there's just like apparently people would talk about like oh no they're doing like they're doing witchcraft down there it's all this shit i'm like <sighs> why would
0: it, i want to say
1: all, no very
0: comfortably i could say yeah. if i had knew about this in the year 2007 2008 we were a thousand percent would have went to investigate right because i would have been like this is not true i gonna we're all gonna go to prove to you that this is stupid and foolish and we would get and there would and i'm like, like look guys oh shit i'm like guys look at this you think this is real you think that you don't think that there are literally teenagers who just came out here with some red paint and put their hands in red paint yeah. and start putting on these walls you don't think i'm like guys yeah i brought spray paint we're going to add to this <laughs> yeah.
1: i i will say That's- so this let this put me down a rabbit hole further uh there was before valley view mall got torn down the same guy went to valley view mall i miss that was so this is the first one of these videos where like i watch these like old like abandoned mall videos this is the first one where i was like i ate there i remember falling down here i remember that big spoon um and uh oh. there was in fact like a circle of what appeared to be blood with a <laughs> like like not like red paint but like blood blood and a ouija board in the middle and i was like why to what end like to what to what it- you know is this like see, is this set dressing like is yeah, this like, urban set dressing
0: let's be honest there because like uh we know human beings and i i know there yeah. are people who are hilarious like me who would be like hey man you know that they like are about the to- like tear down Valley View. We should just like go buy like six Ouija boards and like go stash them in random places throughout there and like just do stuff. Because that would be hilarious. Because look, let's be honest, you have two options. Well three, I guess. You can either choose to believe like I do that there's somebody very funny and clever out there setting people up to be stupid and like terrified and scared. Because that's hilarious to me. Two, it's actually real and like in which case you need to be much more concerned with what's going on out there in this world. Or three, that like what like you say? It's like it just appeared? like. Well, I don't know what the third option would so, be. So like,
1: here's is it odd that the one that's real is probably the most upsetting to me. Like <laughs> that there was just like like that there was just like kids who went out there and was like hey, hang on, let me open a vein real quick, splorch, and like or like I've got this bag of pig blood that my dad gave me because from the pig blood factory. Um, like like I that's the most upsetting one to me somehow. Um, like I mean, like yeah, I have
0: I, I remember uh in rural areas up north and stuff like that there's like really yeah. terrifying shit all over the place right every yeah. kid be like oh my god like what's going on there and my family members would be like oh it's not like back in 73 so-and-so just put that up because he thought it'd be hilarious and you're like oh
1: yeah oh, okay yeah, people fine, have been just- people have <laughs> been bored for 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 decades but but yeah man it's just it was just weird to see like they talked about the uh um, <laughs> You know about the like the Dallas tunnels? This is not like a weird
0: yeah, no, so the Dallas tunnels, is that not the underground mall or whatever down in
1: Dallas? Yeah, that that, like so that was I had I had this was the first I ever fucking had heard of this because I didn't really spend a lot of time in downtown Dallas because what the why the fuck would I? There's nothing down there. Um, but uh like, yeah, so for, for those of y'all who, for whatever reason, are not listening, who currently live in Dallas, who I would imagine that's some of you, uh, there is three and a half miles of, like, underground tunnels. Well, there, there were. A lot of that is is currently, like, blocked off, where there were all these, like, shops and, like, restaurants and all this stuff. And the the idea was that you uh would would that's how you would get around the city because it was you know is texas so like it would be like fucking like tornado thunderstorms or uh it would be unbelievably hot and it was like a good way to get around which in my mind i'm like yeah that fucking makes perfect sense like that makes that absolutely makes perfect sense but then in like the like late 80s early 90s uh the the the, ca- the like dallas city council decided that that was the reason that there was like a decline in foot traffic in dallas like and one why are you concerned about that you don't have shit for people to go to like there's where i'm not gonna go to gators that many time G- the price of alligator fluctuates too much for that to be a reasonable financial decision um but yeah like now it's like there's there's like one there's like a couple of shoe stores and like a couple of convenience stores and like a restaurant and a starbucks down there but and then there's like a bunch of tunnels that like end, um and like but it's,
0: uh, it's like i've i don't know if you had you ever actually seen them like in person like
1: i have not uh, gone glimpse. myself i found so out
0: so i <laughs> uh oh okay so i remember being uh so i was a weird kid i you know like you say i used to get bored in high school and i'd be like oh hey man like um Let's just get on the Dart and go down to Dallas to go to the DMA, right. which is like a, I was like, I just like art. So I'm like, let's go to the Dallas Museum of Art. I recommend yeah. if you're ever yeah. in like Dallas, go check it out. They have a lot of great stuff. But a lot of times you're like, all right, well, we're down here, and there's like six of us teenagers. Like, let's just dick around. Let's walk around and find a pizza place. Or let's just go do this. And I remember one time we were just wandering about and I was like, yo, what the fuck is like, what's this? Why is there like a fucking weird ass like tunnel? It looks like it like goes down and leads into some weird shit like underneath this building right here. And I remember it was like, i don't know like let's find out so we go walk start walking down there and like you say it was like oh this is like locked up like it's closed off we were like you can o- actually open these doors but uh, they are glass and i was like yo does that all look like there's a fucking like business like there's shops right here like all yeah. this stuff, like this used to be a thing there's and, pickle and barrel like, down here yeah they were like and so we were all like yo this is weird so we of course you know went up and started like let's just look for somebody that looks like they're in the know like <laughs> we yeah. just walked around and I you I was seem like you know person. about tunnels. And I was like, hey, dude, what's up with you? Uh, you know, What's the fuck's up with this thing over here? And they're like, oh, bro, it used to be like an underground mall type thing fucking back in the day. Da, da, da. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's dope. Can we not? Why can't we get up in there? And they were like, stop it. Like, It they, they was like, now yeah. we're done helping you, children. Like teenagers, now you've asked too many right. questions. Yeah. I'm not yeah, complicit in the crimes you're there about is, to commit
1: there is so little of it. That's anything now. Like there's a lot of just like, it. it's like being in the back hallways of the mall. A lot of it, it looks like, Um, Mm -hmm. but there's like six. Yeah. I mean, like fucking, that was like Laura Ingram when she was mayor was like, Oh, you know, like that was, that is like the the worst decision in an urban planning ever. If I, if I could fill them in with concrete right now, I would Laura shut the fuck up. Like, what are you talking about? This city sucks. I want to be under it. Like, what are you doing? First like-
0: off, there are locations where it makes total perfect sense where you should have like an underground city instead of an overground yeah. city. And I would say, any location where in the summertime, the average median like temperature is 110 degrees yeah. Fahrenheit, maybe you should consider also there gone. will be
1: 63 tornadoes in any given week um it's it's like yeah you you want it's all tornado shelters like what's the big deal but yeah it, it it's it's um i end. i
0: missed the good old days when people now it might not work out people used to actually try to implement innovative ideas to progress things forward like hey man yeah. What if we just build like the whole city and like everything yeah. underground? Like you know how Minneapolis, St. Paul was like, hey, you know how like nine months out of the year it's like frozen solid and like negative twenty degrees outside and you yeah. can't physically leave. What if we just like sky the entire city together? And they were like, oh we, oh we could do that. We yeah, could. let's try. And it. And it took decades, yeah. but it's completed. And so people were like, yeah. yeah, bro, it's pretty fucking great when you don't have to actually physically go outside to go yeah. outside
1: yeah man like i there was a time where people like would take swings and like you know sometimes they miss i mean look at the the cincinnati uh rail system if you want to if you want to figure it like what the problem with that is there's a complete rail system well complete is 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 (laughs) a word there is a rail system in a various stage of completion that is in cincinnati that is just locked and it's just there and like it's you can go through it and there's like it was used as like bomb shelters different points and like it's 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 a weird weird urbex experience but um yeah you know it's uh you know just just exploring underground speaking of uh movies where there's exploring underground because i feel like we've been here for a solid 20 or 30 minutes before we've even addressed this film that we're talking about uh it's it's dungeons and dragons honor among thieves we're uh, we're doing a Got
0: yeah. fucking Marlon Wayans, Jeremy Irons, uh, yeah, you know, fucking great. Typical white boy. Um, yeah. Kevin you know, Spacey's
1: weird cousin it looks yeah, like. Yeah,
0: just a lot yeah. of people. Blue, like purple lipstick, blue lipstick, you yeah. know, atrocious dragon CGI, great. just so everything we're looking for. Um, no, before we start though, Kel, if you don't mind, I wanna address yeah. the most stupid, pandering, idiotic thing I ever existed or seen before a movie took place Thank ever you. in my life, Thank okay? You yeah uh, yeah please do i don't it. need and when these actors this whole cast this troop this you know game as you would a party per se get screens like hey what's up guys um just me my loser human self talking to you being like hey man uh you're a fucking hero because you came to in the movies and i wanted to be like i wanted to scream so loud go fuck yourself in the theater but there were yeah. children about
1: me so i couldn't do I, that I, like, I was i was yeah it starts off it's like Hi, right, we, we might be we might be the, the stars of the movie, but you're the heroes here tonight because you're coming to movies. You're doing movies the way that they're meant to be done in theaters because you know this is important. I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's like somebody somebody wanted we were eating and then this was here. Like, this is not why are you doing this to me?
0: In the most like, honest thing, I was like, I've never immediately been from philadelphia more quickly than when that fucking yeah. promo came on i was so like oh angry. boo you fuck off like yeah. oh my god also i would like to point out don't do shit like that where you show me real life people before a movie because i spent yeah. the entirety of this movie being like yo is that elliot page i could not tell because in the pre-part i was like is that I, oh, I yeah, didn't look yeah that yeah, yeah. The, the, and so i was Sophie like the whole time i was like ex- hold on a lot yeah, like, yeah i was like yeah sophia you and elliot have very similar facial features and structures and you were throwing me off so much and like and then the credits right i literally sat there just to make sure and be like okay i need to see if Doric is actually
1: ellie yeah, page you just, or you it missed was like, a character you like yeah. e- you had a stroke and you just kind of like forgot half the and it was like sophia
0: lillis and i was like oh my god it's the girl from it you did like that it first off um please hear me out and i don't mean this in any derogatory mean way any actors out there but can y'all please start looking distinct you know back in the old days actors looked different and now it's like every fucking actor has to look the exact same because you have oh look margot robbie oh and samara weaving oh and like fucking six other people that look Honest. exactly like
1: them all like, all white people look the same We've i know but it this.
0: used to tell them it used to be like there were like 40 white people and now it's like there's 13 it, white people and i'm like we it, need to stop inbreeding to I create was, less and less whites
1: i think it was the same three white dudes with different mustaches and then like, okay, maybe like the, the facial
0: hair benefits you know what I mean? you know what yeah. i would say maybe some maybe some of people out here need to start dyeing their hair different colors or being like you know weird try a different voice let's add an affectation to your voice so we know it's yeah, you right. brand dresser has never been mistaken for somebody else okay right just add an affectation and you're you're golden
1: yeah yeah you're, you're but yeah but overall it felt it felt like inc- it. F- it felt gross it was like grovelly kind of thing where it's like oh come on like like have some self-respect like it this. felt like you know
0: when you click on movie, yeah when you own movies at home sometimes you'll click yeah. on them to watch them and it'll be like oh do you want to watch the movie with the like uh introduction by the director with them talking about this and you're like Fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. no like i want you to start the goddamn movie oh do you want to listen to peter jackson talk for 12 minutes before the movie starts no i just want the movie to start because that's why i put it in here I didn't put yeah. it in here to listen to Peter Jackson talk to me about, like, hey, man, uh, this shit's dope. And I'm really excited that you paid all this money to watch it. But I still want to stall you for a little bit longer and just tell you about what we did in this movie that you are trying to watch right now. I'm like, Don't do that to me.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to see now, it. Show me. Don't tell
0: before me. Before we get started, I want to ask you this. How much have you actually played physical D&D ever in your life? Because I have not, I played other tabletop games.
1: Oh yeah, I've played a lot of D and D in my. I've I've probably played. Is that the thing I've played the most? I don't know. It 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 may well be the thing that I have played the most in okay. uh, in person.
0: As you know, I've dabbled quite a bit in like vampire and, Promethean change, yeah. werewolf and mage and all that shit by White Wolf, but just not D and D. Now I have some questions. So obviously, there are characteristics and tropes that come along. So. Is it – because, like, from my understanding, none of these fucking characters portray the archetypes they are actually supposed to be portraying except one, and that's the paladin. Everybody else, for in my opinion, is, like, a mixture of, like, all these different things, and I'm like – so, for example, is Chris Pine not – is he not supposed to be the bard? But he's so acting very roguish, so it's throwing me off.
1: I mean, they're they... – there are there is like like not funny ways to answer this again, which I'll I guess I'll do. Um, like bard, especially in five, uh, there is there's like many different college of bard. Like you can be like college of swords, college of uh, of you know like there's a lot of like kind of like you can like spec into certain things where you're like yes you're a bard, but like they were like I get that's let's have you be able to do another thing. Too, which i respect like i'm like i'd like to be able to do another thing besides just kind of you know buff um uh with regards to like i mean what i like about this movie is um, that it feels simultaneously very much like a DD movie like you've got you know the the druid doing exactly what a druid does um like that's that's their whole shit is i'm gonna turn into a, a giant like i mean i saw i saw a thing on uh on reels uh earlier where it was like um oh you know if you're playing a druid it doesn't always have to be you know you turn into do a bugbear or an owl bear or something, and you know you you go hog wild. It can just you can just be a guy with pigeons in your pocket that you throw at people. Like that can also be it. You can just you can just have it be that. You can have it be small things. It doesn't have to be as big of a deal. Um, That'd be but, great. Uh, but yeah, not- wild shape is a huge thing with druids. Is a druid allowed to just shape shift into whatever creature
0: they want whenever they want?
1: So I believe so. So it's um uh um. Uh, uh, was a wild shape, I believe is is what it is. Um, I yeah, I have never what played. They refer yes, to. it's it's wild shape. I have not played a druid. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, you you typically speaking can choose, and I think that it varies based upon your level, like what you can. Okay. Like if you you can't just like I'm level two, I'm gonna turn into an owl bear. It's not really quite like that. Uh, there are some things like there is a system. Uh. There's wild magic, which um, what's I I you know I don't really like have for as good as this movie is I don't like know anyone's fucking name in this entire Doric. I
0: know it's Doric. It's um, Justice Smith is
1: yeah stupid Simon mind is Simon yeah. So Simon at one point he has like uh this like thing on his belt that he uses yeah. to like and he says that that's wild magic, which like it kind of like works within in the. Uh, framing of that and that's like a system like there are you can have like wild magic sorcerers and things like that where wild magic is something that essentially when you do magic within that system it's like okay roll a hundred sided die it's like okay this thing happens that you did not intend to and maybe it's nothing and maybe it's everything um and like that's that's kind of how how that yeah, works
0: so and he were yeah. and simon plays like the you know sorcerer It's fine um the paladin is the paladin that's uh and then like michelle Rodriguez, i'm assuming is a barbarian, barbarian yes Which so it's like okay you have kind of all these things covered although you have a this is what i would like to point out like i can't tell so the movie works fine And it's like, it really plays in the sense of like, this could look like just any person's playing a campaign or all the characters they have around. It could play in sort of like, oh no, y'all are just living in the world of this. And I believe the story that's there as well. But where I'm also confused, is like you just said, it's like how skilled are all of y'all? Because all four of y'all are, are, okay, Michelle Rodriguez is actually pretty badass the entire time, but the rest of y'all are pretty shitty at all your stuff. Like it's inconsistent at best. So how are y'all using abilities for like oh man i'm the best of the world and yet it seems like y'all are like level
1: four like i don't know so here's what i'll say is that like one it's way more interesting to see people that are bad at something than people are good or good at something in a movie um and i think that for the most part you d- there's not a lot of like other than like simon like attuning to that helmet which is not like like yeah, it's like it it was more like a thing like it, the attunement was difficult for him. Yeah, tuning is not like the simplest thing in the world, especially like if you're a low-level character and like the item that you were trying to attune to is is like uh kind of outside of your your weight class. Um it's not impossible, but these things are more difficult. Um but there's nothing really here that like was like, "Oh gosh, like you could not have done this." The whole um uh Simon out uh spell casting uh, a a uh uh red mage of, of Thea uh, felt a little bit weird but again i don't know like i don't have really an understanding of like what level these characters are supposed to be like for him exa- it, for example the, it seems like the main stumbling block is he has no confidence everyone else exactly. like it's like you know uh uh edgen has clearly like done his shit all over the place he's probably like a level yeah. like 10 eight, he's eight, too nine, good ten character yeah. He's
0: too good to be in the whole movie because he'd solve all the problems. So he's like, I'm here to help No, no not,
1: not no, you're you're thinking of um uh you're thinking of of, of Zank. I'm thinking talking about Edgid. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. Zank that and I do like that they did that because um it was like it, it gave you a moment to be like, oh shit, this is someone who like is competent. um, and like it it, it allowed for some character development. But it's also like it, it's like the idea of when Tolkien was writing uh, Lord of the Rings, and he was like, well, I can have Glorfindel go with them, except that he's like a like godly being from the beginning of time who like has like fought and defeated Balrogs. So that would actually make everything very boring because why why would why would there be any problems, um. The thing that I love about this, and I I, I, uh, I got sidetracked and I was trying to mention it earlier, but like, so yes, it has that or it feels like a D&D movie, but they have in a way that does not take away from anything. It is not like it, it's unobtrusive that I feel like I can see a group of people playing these characters. Because mm-hmm. of the stupid shit that's happening. Like when, when Zanks walking away, and it's like he's like, it's like, wow, he just walks so straight. Is he gonna get oh no? He, okay, just you just went over. Like, there are so many things in this that that feel like the the dumb things, and also just like the kind of the uh arc for this that you know you had like a bunch of stupid weird shit happening at the beginning, but there is definitely some like higher, like more lore-based stuff because you're setting up a campaign. Then uh, you know it, at the end where you got the battle, there is like a big comedic element, and then there's like a a there's a, going to be kind of like a, a heart rending uh, moment. There's there's a there's that mm-hmm. um, which it, any good campaign kind of like that's that there, there are these moments in it. I mean that's just now, here's, storytelling. But
0: here's the follow up questions I have because then so I, since I never played the game, I was anticipating you know for lack of a better term like creature villains. Like dragons or beholders. So, are these red witches essentially the same thing? Like they're all like evil. They use dark magic basically, or something. They're like there's no good red witches or something. Like is she obviously, well, she pretends to be a black witch or something, or a black sorcerer or something like that. For, she, and she
1: just, I think she just pr- pretends to be a witch. Like it, it's like there there are there are people who. As far, I mean, there's the lore in in the Forgotten Realms. D and D is like vast, so there there's a lots of things doing lots of things. But the uh, you know the the Reds of Thea, like they, yeah, they're all bad. Like they are, they're all. I mean, other than I guess Zank, who is like from he's he's a Thain, but but that like story of like that was you know them all getting turned into undead sorcerers um so that and that is like these are all things that are present within the the lore like there were these were in the the novels or there are, there are so many fucking books written in this universe um so
0: essentially then because like yeah basically it's, it's like she's this big domineering you know like uh obelisk of evil that's trying to like take over the city right. and then since it happens so early, and I know the movie's still in theater, so we're not gonna I'm not gonna try to, talk, try to spoil too much of this like we normally do. Well,
1: you're thing. here. You, but you you made the choice to oh, I'm on still this.
0: spoiling some, but I'm yeah. gonna save the main spoils until further along. Right. But Hugh Grant, it is Hugh Grant, I'm not mixing up. Yes, my it shoes, is Hugh Grant. Right? Yes. okay. Hugh Grant very obviously from the second that this movie starts is a bad guy. Then, like luckily they're like, Hey, we're not even gonna waste like five, ten minutes. Like, you yeah. know, he's bad guy. I thought it was a nice choice to have Hugh Grant be a different bad guy and have all this stuff play out, and all that worked fine. But that's the only part of the movie I would say I don't feel strongly about is Hugh Grant's, uh, like, motivations and, like, actual plot lines and theories. Because it's like, I don't know why Hugh wouldn't have betrayed them earlier they said they were gonna like four or five years if his whole thing was to always betray them or whatever i don't understand why
1: well so here's it took that long here's my theory is that um forge was always somebody who like kind of like a a, a like a jane on on in firefly have you that like it's it's always like you know the money's not good enough type thing where um like he's it's it's not that he's like like, oh no, this is like I would never do anything to you. So it's just like the the situation has has this is a, a, a beneficial thing for me at this moment. And then um fucking Sophina comes around and very clearly is like has a way with words, it seems, or something. Um, and I think that was just like the first time that somebody was like sufficiently uh, compelling in uh her argument to be like no like if you do this like i can give you all this shit like i can i can have you like i'll set you up with this like you'll have this thing um that's my understanding that like it it works because i mean he's like in like he's definitely like incompetent like he's Mm -hmm. he's 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 an idiot he's an absolute idiot yeah Um, his whole shit is that you know he's he's got high uh he's he's like a, a dex charisma character like that's that's this whole thing um but uh yeah yeah you know and that?
0: yeah yeah i now i do like what they did in terms of certain aspects like you said they they open up with some lore they build things so right. i don't care i don't know what the fuck spy network chris pines a part of or what i don't care about yeah you know but i did understand like okay there's like a, a world that's going on here and everything i'm i'm enjoying that I have a few thoughts and questions just in terms of like just how you felt about the story in certain choices. Cause since I don't know the mechanics or concepts for that, you know, I'm right. just curious. Cause like, I, I really feel like the whole Simon arc fully was explained and played out very well. And they did a good job with that. Yeah. But <clears throat> uh, for me with Doric and stuff, it's like, you're a wild shape and you have all these things and you want to help for the forest. And you want to do all this stuff. And I'm down with all that, but like, I don't understand what's up with this interspecies erotica, one. And I also don't understand what, like... Like, I don't understand what your actual power set is. Like, when you shapeshift, you now assume the power and strength of the new creature that you transform into, so I get yeah. the owl bear to help beat up the people and all that stuff. And I get the spying part, essentially. But it did seem more or less like Doric was just there for... The mirror gag that takes place later on, like I, it, you know, I was like, "What is? Because can Dork shape into other humans? Like, because I but like,
1: no, but like, I mean, Doric can be like a tank or like, but like, that's I what
0: mean, the barbarians for. That's what Michelle right, right, there yes, for. but
1: like, it's there's there's uh, there, there there's options there. Like they they can there there is a uh you know. It's there's the other whole, fighter. They have more than right. one. Like, yes. You know, in yeah, case it's, there's it. a versatility that's there. Um, I mean, that is... So with Druids, again, having not played one, um, Wild Shape is a big deal. Um, there are various, you know there's a lot of different like kind of like subsets and like things you can go into. Like there's various, like, okay, I'm circle of the spore druid, meaning that like you use like mushroom shit to, to do stuff. Um, and like you, you can have like pretty intense, uh, powers based upon that. You know, so like talk to animals and all this jazz, like it, it varies. There's a lot of different things present within that, but like the main things being like, okay, you know, they are, they're, they're nature people. They they do fight. Um, they are not like healers. Like they they might have some shit that does that. Um, but they are like they they fight. They they either fight or they use magic primarily. There's not like one or the other that they they have to. With regards to um, uh, wild shape. Yeah, like I mean, they they they. It's not ex- like there are some like things that are a little bit different. Um, but for the most part, yeah, they take on the stats of. Uh, like an owl bear there, and then there is a a point of like a a threshold of I think either HP. I don't think it's a thing that you have to have focus to maintain. So I think there's like an HP threshold that if you fall below, um, you can like kind of uh pop out of that. But um, okay, but yeah, I mean it, and then. The, with the the, the whole uh, the tiefling thing. So yeah, I mean, one, that's like a whole thing um, oh. is, is like the tieflings are essentially like within the Forgotten Realms are like a lot of people have not good feelings about them because they think that they're like uh, you know, rapscallions they think that they're they are thieves they think that they are you know no good uh there is this kind of thing where in certain situations randomly like a tiefling will be born to like a human because they're also like somewhat magical creatures um okay. to an extent like there they there is the idea that a lot of people think that like oh you know that there has been some sort of like a, a dark uh uh deity kind of involved with uh with uh tieflings in general okay um but but yeah i mean that's that's that but it it all kind of i and i think that something i liked that they did here um because it very clearly we they intend to do um sequels uh which i'm this is the first movie i have seen in so long that it was very clear that they were going to do sequels and i was like hell yeah that often i'm like no stop it you are you already you you did i watched the movie i saw the movie and i've seen all of it like mm-hmm. no one, like you, you wrapped it up, um. But uh, it worked well. It.
0: There were yeah. two things that I disliked. Well, I wouldn't say disliked. One thing that I felt odd about, and then another thing that I definitely was like, "Come on, this is too obvious." The first thing I was like, "I'm not the biggest fan of." Well, can we talk about the spat dragon, the chubby dragon? I'm sure that Oops. this is a highlight yeah, for a okay. lot of people, but for me, I was okay. like, "This is this is a little bit absurd."
1: So this. I mean again I have the perspective of playing in games where like shit like this would happen um it's just like it's just like goofy shit at that point like yes it's you know it's a drag but like I mean we've all like I've seen a game where you know somebody like uh, kills somebody with like a like a space whale like I mean the, the it for kills the the final boss with that like I mean it's a whole I like that they did a little bit of that because there's kind of like an acknowledgment that like you know if you look at the older movies which i do have to say i was going back cuz i would like forgotten like all of the movies that there had been there's been three previous to this and i guess they were all like one like there was a trilogy and this is considered a reboot and i was like i don't think hey i don't really think that you can like that's that's different like this is i don't don't do that to yourself don't call this a reboot like this is a different thing um but uh I, I like that they've kind of uh they have an understated that's not just like oh it's fantasy and it's like that like no like the thing that is appealing to people like in the way that dnd now is is such a much bigger deal that even like when we were in high school um uh, you know you have your your critical roles you have your your dimension 20s your adventure zones um your friends at the table which isn't dnd but still you get what i'm saying um that uh one, there's an accessibility here. So, like, five, fifth edition, very easy to play. Like, I mean, it's some people are angry about that. I played through 3.5. Hey, y'all, it's not that much fun to play. Like, here's here's the reality of the situation: is I don't want to have to bust out a protractor every time I'm gonna do some attacks. Like, I don't want to have to do that. I'm here to to play and have a good time um not and again i've played a lot of like i have a i have a whole stack of 3.5 books over here in my room um but fifth edition you can just jump in and do it but i think that there's that level of kind of like goofiness that is uh like like i mean it's it's improv with dice that's that's all D D is yeah because it's improv with like more intense mechanics but like, I, guess I like that they leaned into that a little bit here
0: that's fine and i was fine with the dragon being chubby it's just that like it became way too farcical it was oh, like yeah. <laughs> that was and my thing is it's called dungeons and Dragons. i'm fine with that but you gave me one dragon and that was it you didn't give yeah. me any other like scary or awesome or like fear inspiring villains not a uh, one and yeah. not like that fucking look okay i don't care what anybody wants to say that venus flytrap panther is stupid nobody's but, out here scared of this thing okay like, so
1: that's that is a displacer beast and they are actually very unpleasant to run into because essentially, yeah, they can like make you think that other things are happening. They can like di- appear. They can like jump through dimensions to get at you. Um, so I think, and you had mentioned this, and I forgot to touch upon this: this idea, like, yes, there are like creature-based enemies that, typically speaking, is not the thing that you are the met. Like, yes, like in like a situation where like you're like, ah, yes. There is a there's a beholder. Yes, there is you know a a, a, a platinum dragon or what have you. Um, that's very clearly a big deal. Often in every game that I've ever been in, the uh, the BBEG was not was was like a a, a like a person. It was like, okay. like there was like a whole thing happening here. It wasn't like ah uh, you know it's not Smaug. It, it, it's like a it's like a whole not not that those games don't exist, um, but usually that's not how it goes it's usually like that there is a a kind of like um uh a more anthropocentric version of what's happening there yeah
0: more like a ramsey bolton than you know like yeah you know there's actually something person or a thing yeah
1: yeah or or a voldemort thing if we wanted to use a bad example but
0: yeah yeah uh yeah i was trying to steer more towards like favorable outcomes yeah right uh cuz uh, to my knowledge you know George R. R Martin hasn't said anything atrocious outside of the paper I'm sure he has thinking. Hey
1: Thomas don't say that out loud cuz No you know I said I said something.
0: I already put uh, uh no, I was like he no may he may not already... have
1: He may not have now he will he, Your dog, like, right. like 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 tomorrow now I'm going to gonna... Tomorrow, tomorrow going get on. on the,
0: look, yeah, George. I want you to know there are some safe things and safe groups you can huh. attack. If you come out tomorrow and you're like, you know what, guys, fuck sperm whales. I decided to hate them. Yeah. I'm not supporting them in any way, shape, or form. I think if you support them, you're a stupid person.
1: I think that we won't cancel you. I think that would be a safe. Yeah. Like no, there, there's going to be six pictures of George R. R. Martin clubbing seals that are going to be on like my feed first hey, thing in the morning.
0: You other, you remember when you almost were in an improv group named baby club seal team uh, oh baby, uh, club B- seal B- baby team seal, six uh,
1: wait what was ba- it baby club seal- baby
0: seal team six was it yeah club baby no, seal it's, team, it's, baby, it's, club seal, seal, baby, seal, baby seal,
1: team seal team six yeah yeah
0: it was not pleasant but yeah. back to this since we are on improv and that brought us back to the, right. the D part i did enjoy that a lot of the actual interactions and you know action scenes and stuff it did feel like they were like die rolling and then it was just like, oh no, man, this this yeah. was going to be what you wanted, but you actually rolled a four. So you're not, that." this is what's happening. <laughs> so I, yeah,
1: I didn't and- like that portion. So that's that's an interesting thing. Is so there is like this kind of energy within this movie that is a very difficult thing. Because you one would think that should be present in every movie because no movie should be like, oh yes, it's a movie. These are actors, they have scripts. Like you want to like kind of be, like, be transported beyond that. But there is like a sense here of like, that you are just kind of like figuring out as it goes and you're like oh well I guess this is happening like I, I'm i not really sure how to quantify that in a way that I can really convey with words but uh, I, I feel like that that's that that's the thing that you're commenting on here. yeah like there is and a, then yeah
0: it, yeah it, it's it took it like yeah it made it more organic it felt more like it was yes. actually happening yes. as it was taking place the other thing well a minor thing that i just wanted to bring up because i remembered it that bugged me and shit just ask that motherfucker another question why are you being a dick you're yeah, the one that, that woke all up. these people up and then you're being like oh this is a hassle for me no it's a hassle for them stop no you yeah. are the one rousing these people up from their d- the death and act like it's their problem that you have to ask them five questions also pick better questions bro you'd be like hey do you know what day it is? You know what year it is? Yeah. You, hey, what's your name? You know, do you, yeah. like yeah. And they're like, cool, we're we're done. Like, why are you asking the like, open-ended philosophical questions? They're like, oh, like what's your yeah. favorite book? Oh, I don't. You know, that's a great question. Yeah. Hold on, I gotta yeah. think about that for a what while. What is a
1: like, man? Yeah, like yeah. what is a pitiful pile of secrets. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a. Uh, uh, but the third yeah. thing that
0: the thing that bugged me at the end that I I very much was like you know, not about this. And I, I want to let everybody know, in case you don't want to know the exact ending, you're going to see it coming sure. from the most miles away. Anyway, yeah. like the second the movie starts, you're going to know how it's going to end. But yeah. when this motherfucker literally had the audacity to be like, oh, you had a mom this whole time and it was Michelle Rodriguez. So I'm going to like bring her back to life and say, I'm like, no, nah, bitch, you're dead. Wait, wait, I loved you when she woke up and Michelle was like, you did not waste that yeah. fucking tablet on me
1: well <laughs> so so here's what i'll say the the thing about that moment that made it feel like um it made it feel like it, it fit really well was that there had been establishing things before that that kind of set up this situation like there is the oh it's line, fine with that i'm not yeah. okay
0: with the montage of like hey guess what now it's this, this she's the real
1: well, mom They've well, yeah, that, that was like, when i was
0: like don't no, we're not doing that like, but, stop trying but to they fake. have to do
1: that they do they can't just <laughs> because if they thomas because if they didn't yes you or i understand this but you know if they didn't there would be like i would be seeing twitter posts all day like well why did they do that i don't understand is it like what are they trying to imply that like yes we haven't an uh, there is an ability that we have to be like oh very clearly this is what they're saying i can understand subtext there is a wide swath of the population that like specifically like outward like in a in a very loud and direct manner hates and does not understand subtext. And that's not even subtext. It's like it's like yeah. just kind of like lowercase text. It's uh but I, I, no, I there are people
0: that pay know. eight dollars for a blue check mark on Twitter.
1: Oh fucking god damn it y'all don't do that. Yeah hey don't do that. Now
0: that's the only I was, it was very you know cheesy. Yeah. But I did there are some very now there what I did love about this movie, outside of the things that Cal brought up where I thought it went a little too absurd, I did actually love the comedy that was placed throughout the movie. Dude. Yeah. What Can I spoil the cameo? Is that too you, much you, of a spoil?
1: you
0: when Bradley the movie. Cooper if you haven't, it's on them. When, <laughs> I loved when Bradley Cooper showed up because it movie really picks up. It gets, it. gets It's weird. It slows down and picks up at the same time. I know that right, sounds yes. odd, but like – that's when I knew. Okay, you knew what you were doing with this whole yeah. story and having everything put together. I love that Bradley Cooper has a new wife who's literally the exact same, like a barbarian, a large yeah. person. Like the fact too that, that I don't know what you would call him, but the fact that Bradley Cooper's a halfling, like, yes, and halfling. I was not anticipating that the entire right. fucking time. But then like they show up and it's like, oh, what's up? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is. So and the fact that Michelle Rodriguez said like, "Oh, you have your lips are too big for your fucking body or your head," and then she has like a tiny half, halfling as, is just so great.
1: So (laughs) here's something that I like is again a real testament to what this movie, like the the uh, way this movie has done things. I feel like in another movie, I would be feel like that this was hacky. do like like okay yeah the barbarians got like the like this wouldn't like read as as i don't know it wouldn't like feel as like yeah it's just funny and it's i have no issues with it but it works incredibly well it again it's 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 this moment where like yes there was like a drop in one type of of energy but there is a new uh yeah it's like a
0: refresher it's like Yes. Some people would say, Oh, this is the bathroom scene, it absolutely is not that you want to be here for this. And the fact that they very casually incorporate a walking stick into a portal gun is yes. so crucial, like because that comes in handy much later, but you don't even realize it or think about it. And yeah. I refuse to call it what the name of it is because I think that's stupid. And yeah. I'm just gonna call it a portal gun but, because it's yeah, literally they, what it they is. Did
1: Chekhov's wand very, very well there to the point where I, you don't like that. Is another thing is like usually. I can spot that from a mile away. It's like when you would watch Scooby-Doo back in the day and there would be like one board that was painted different on the floor. And you'd be like, okay, well, clearly fucking this is going to be a thing. But no, I, d- I did not. I would not have been like, I was just like, okay, fucking like, it's got a walking stick. And like, she took it now. I'm like, we're not going to hear anything about it. Like I, it, my brain was not like looking for that to be a thing. And I appreciate that. Like I like, yeah, I, I right. like, uh, yeah.
0: Now here's, <laughs> I have some questions for you. And then we can like start wrapping into the overalls or things like that. But my question is, yeah. do you think Kira now, I think Kira was the name of the daughter, is gonna now be a part of the party going forward. If they continue with sequels, are they gonna have a little bit of a time jump so that it's not like quite a full child that's doing these things? And what then is Kira's role? Is she a rogue as well? Is she gonna be, I don't know, like I'm just curious, uh, a bard, uh, you know, uh thief, a con artist, like good old Uncle Forge. I, you know, I'm just curious.
1: So there's a couple of different things that I think could be the answer here, um, depending on kind of like what, like if this was like purely like kind of trophy based these are these would be my things. I think that it could be, there's likely going to be a time jump of like, I mean, one, it's probably going to be like three years at least before we see the sequel. Um, so yeah. I would imagine, yes, she's going to be like a, a young adult fully, like somebody who's in their 20s. Um, And I get the sense that there is going to be either, either she is going to be like kind of like a a second uh, Edgin, or there's going to be like somebody at like some other thing that she is like deciding that she wants to do that he's very like no like why are you fucking doing that like no that's so stupid, Um, but I think that I think that she still will be traveling with them. I like where else would she go? There's not like another like. Is it is well, Jonathan did, gonna take care of her? I don't I, would say I don't think that so. I don't well. My
0: biggest concern or worry is that they're gonna try to turn it into her like looking for love story, and they're like
1: no okay. So this is another thing that I I, I like that this was large, like in terms of um of character work, yes, all of them had kind of like these moments. Um uh Doric had less of that, um, it, it felt like, but I feel like any one of them, you could still like have there be like a, a good amount of their char- their backstory that we don't really know about to incorporate into the story going forward, um, which is like a good, like from like a DM standpoint, that's incredibly smart. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's like, you're leaving, it's this idea of leaving empty corners of the map. Like you have to have stuff that you don't know about in order for there to be a place to go. Um, yeah, well, I agree. And also it's like when, yeah simon is tuning with the helmet and he yeah. thinks
0: oh this is like my great 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 ancestor or whatever but then when he like punches him and it turns into like older simon and stuff and he's like ah you finally it's like hold up bro hold up whoa 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 is simon gonna like end up turning into, like one of the greatest sorcerers of like, no, the history of time or like no that Earth? was like
1: that was just like a a I think that was just a metaphor <laughs> That's like, what i was idea- wondering i did yeah. not i
0: was what i was like hold on is yeah. like the helmet clearly was like time moved different things were different no, i was yeah. like hold on is this a
1: Okay, thank just you for at least yeah, now, yeah. That was just
0: a <clears throat> but I agree with you. Even Dork and Simon, like there's like Dork had some things answered when they were like, yeah, I was. This is my backstory, more or less. Like yeah. I'm just giving my quick cliff notes. But like I did enjoy where the story is going when Simon's like, yo, I know that you didn't, you know, the courting thing failed last time, but you saw me like be a badass. So maybe now, yes, you and, feel and different. So,
1: and so I do think like if I. If you were like, okay, make a make a story based upon like that, like the idea, of like have it be, draw from someone in, in the the party. I think that the most obvious choice for me, anyways, and that's not to say that I'm right, uh, is you have this incredibly not really touched upon that uh, Doric was born to humans, and that means that there is not necessarily a question of parentage, but there is like a qu- question of origin. If that makes sense, um, that that can be. I think that there is some some exploration there that can be done that you could turn into some uh some good storytelling there. I don't know that that's what we're gonna see, but if it's something from within the party, I think that that would be a that, that's like a perfectly you know good as any place to to start from. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think uh, what I like too is it's you have the room for growth because so obviously you can still add party members because. Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez yeah. you know again and, and yeah, what's Michelle Rodriguez's character name? I can't recall. Um
1: her um, name is <laughs> I have it pulled up is Holga. Holga. So they I do think Zank will come back in the next one. I yeah, I think so
0: too. they're yeah. gonna like they can still, you know, looking for love in all the wrong places. They can keep going out yeah. and looking to grow the party that way. I think Doric and Simon have a really good rapport that's going to continue to grow and then yeah Kira can find somebody but realistically what I think would make the most sense for me is the next story should be there's some mythical item or thing that Kira very much wants and needs to have and so the party bands together like they're already together and stuff but I just decide okay cool we're going to go get it for her or we're like no it's too dangerous we can't do it so she's like well fuck y'all I'm fucking 18 get this shit myself and then they have to like like,
1: no listen we did this do you not remember like me being in prison for like most of the time like this is this is clearly not the thing to do and she's like then she goes and does it anyway and like Mm -hmm. i mean yeah there's there's absolutely that would be a good and i'm not
0: even saying i don't want it to be where like she gets captured at the her. i want her like I want to be that they're like we gotta go and then they like they get there and she's like all right look guys like y'all are right, this is actually really difficult and I've been sitting here for like a week trying to figure out how I'm gonna break into yeah. here and like okay well now that we're here can we and like, well no no like we got we're gonna work together yeah to fucking get in here <laughs> so yeah. like you know but I think that would be very enjoyable and I really like the dynamics of the party I do like yeah. that the uh the, the one like they and the paladin is like yeah it's like so OP. it's like the one person that's like got everything down now i have a question though because there is i don't understand the lore per se so the faean so zank is different because he he left before the call it i'm gonna call it like whatever the heck it would be so
1: yeah i i had this thought this question as well um that what it what i believe is being conveyed to me is that yes he he got a little bit of it but he was like literally like as soon as it touched him he was he was off of it uh he like he 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 was out of there so it seems that he is um i think that he might be immortal uh, or at least cause... at least he he doesn't age like yeah, the, he, there's has, the...
0: he has like the marking like all the yeah. priestesses that have like all the full yeah. tattoos and stuff he, he has, has like, a little bit of that beginning of a tattoo yeah. yeah and
1: and we get the moment where one of the the fans uh says like oh you know it seems like you've aged a little bit you know must be that mortal blood so i think that like he's not necessarily immortal but there is like a kind of um kind of like how a half elf will live to be you know much older than a human would but they're still not going to like you know live the same length of time mm-hmm. as an elf um but uh i i do like aragorn that... you can just do yes. a
0: numenorean you know? yeah
1: to, to an extent there yeah <laughs> but like i do like this kind of and again this is like um reminiscent of like a a party thing where you have each of these characters but it's like there there's like the each one of them has got like that thing where like you i can see like the person who's like making the character like oh no, this person's like he, he he was he is a than but he's like the one that like got here like oh no he's actually like the you know the great great grandson of like i do like that and i mean one could say yeah it's just fucking like how you write stories man like that's that's how you want to have them to have interesting traits but with in the context of a movie about D, it like has that much more like oh yeah i've i this
0: yes now it's very crucial the series that always must be compared with D from the beginning of time until the end of time is fast and furious because it's about right. a party it's about family you're on a mission you got to do all exactly. these things literally if you if I promise everybody out here, your whole perspective on the D- on Fast and Furious would change if you just viewed it like D and D. It would immediately change the entirety of your outlook on life. You'd be like, "Oh shit!" I, I, and they, they fight all the time over who's party leader. Like, there's yeah. so many arguments take place. But the reason why is because, uh, like the same like summer in my life, I watched the D and D movie with Barlow Wayans, and then the first Fast and Furious from 2001. So they always are inextricably linked in my brain, and. <laughs> Much like a Fast and Furious film, I look at this as the prototypical two thousand one Fast and Furious. It's a fucking great movie that's got a small band, a small family, a very small party, but with the capacity right. to grow, to get bigger and larger. And I could I would love if these D D movies could end up by like don't do this. D six that they are in space. They're doing wild loose shit. Yeah. I want them like fucking, you know, Enders game like space battles with fucking red so- witches and all the craziest shit you could possibly think
1: of so here's what i'll say i i not necessarily know to that and i will i do want to start off by saying uh watching the trailer for the new fast and the furious Furious movie vin diesel says the word family i want to say 136 times in the course of 90 seconds yeah
0: i haven't watched the last two fast and furious movies like i I gave up on that series
1: it it feels like they were like oh yeah this is a meme this is a meme on the internet, mm-hmm. so we'll just have to work. Also, I don't know if it was the same trailers for you, but the trailers for every single fucking movie I watched in there seemed like absolute horseshit. Like whatever that Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. thing is. where Don't get like, me
0: started on this. Like, it's, it, uh...
1: like they seem like fake movies. Like if you're like watching a movie and like there's like something on TV and like it, it's like a trailer for that, and you're like, no, absolutely. No one would make this movie. That's what all these fucking movies seem like. They feel it's... like they cannot be real it's a weird time that we're in right now yeah you know it's yeah. it's
0: funny because it's like i see trailers for things and not just like oh i have no interest in that and i can't tell if it's because movies are dropping in quality or if i as a human being have just grown more apathetic in my early to mid
1: 30s well you know i what i think it is is that like and uh my brother kind of mentioned this to me like after i saw a dude and i was talking to it about this with him. We're getting to the point where like we have seen a lot of the movies that are coming out already. Like we're like no it I've is, seen this movie. Yeah. Like uh but also movies are very bad most of the time now. Um so there's a little column A a little column B. But back well, to your initial thing okay, about like yeah. the kind of like a uh, expanding thing. I don't necessarily want that because Fucking, if anyone out there is in the dark about my feelings about the Marvel universe, it's been too much. Like, it's it's way too much of a thing that, like, if you had ended it, like, within the first decade, which I feel like is not asking a lot. Um, they did and, end it, Kel. When
0: they came back in the bench day, and that's this thing, and Iron Man died, they ended it. They have that not was, done that was, anything since.
1: That was, like, 13 years in. But it was still
0: a, at least a good ending. You're like, this is a right, solid right. No, ending. What I'm one.
1: saying is, but like, it's it was that many years of six of those movies every year. And like, I don't necessarily want that because I do not like, like at the time, at the beginning of all this, I the idea of superhero movies was into it. Now, fucking not into it like that's not a Agreed, good thing
0: but with my D comparison what i'm thinking of is much like i use the fast and furious comparison is that it's like xp okay you have to gain and improve upon your skill with every film they have to well, become better drivers every movie so therefore in the D sequels eventually they have to be doing like fucking fireball magic and like shooting like
1: doing wild shit so like in my continuing like yes um what i, I also think would just be... realized
0: michelle rodriguez is in both of these franchises yeah. and i that makes it even more of a better analogy for me like,
1: yeah it, it absolutely she she's adds the blue. through line yeah <laughs> but uh like i think the idea of like not necessarily D, but like doing movies like this i don't and like i i still hesitate to say that like doing like pathfinder movies because it's like the same fucking shit but like what doing the, like starfinder um... or like um you know what was the shadow run that'd
0: be a dope one you could do something like I that
1: don't, i don't you know that we do, need that like it's, do, it's just cyberpunk
0: yeah but in a much more developed and rich right. lore world also it, it needs to
1: be something that's that's not like your, your typical you know swords and sorcery fantasy mm-hmm. because we've got that here
0: it's like you have the D. you can do some fun stuff you could honestly I think that would be a great way. I mean, if I'm not watching the Mario movie, so like, I'm look at the D and D movie. Oh. You could do that with a lot of video game movies. Like, just take yeah. the world that exists through the lore, and then create a movie that will just feel like somebody's playing through the game or something. That's all you gotta do. And, that and would I be a, that, if they made a Zelda movie, fucking like this D and D movie, dude. It'd be a fucking smash hit.
1: Yeah, and I I think that this actually like has the most potential for that because like any of those like mario zelda like any of that stuff it's like a real like whoa you're gonna do that with it that's how this is supposed to be but like the idea of like if you if you like did this for three movies and then you did a different thing like yes it's like the same thing but like it's (laughs) it is different enough there is so much like there's so many things going around there uh there is you know you could do like a a I don't really like this, but you can do like a legend of Drizzt uh like uh movie series, which is like one of the most popular book series within uh Forgotten Realms okay. that everyone's fucking all over. I don't think that I don't like that necessarily because I feel like <laughs> I like this because it, it fe- that doesn't feel like DND like playing D D. Well, that this feels like I'll, lore.
0: I agree with what you what I like about what you said though is the way that they built this movie is and the way that, that D D works is you can just if these people are done, okay, well, we can just pick up another party, yeah. pick up another grouping, it can just continue. You can live in this world and retell these stories however you want because there is no important, significant, like, guaranteed, like, timeline, more thing that has to happen. Yeah. So that makes it easier. But also, one thing I was thinking about too that I think would be very enjoyable and fun is if, like you say, this kind of setting gets a little tired. Some people don't love it, you can then just be like, all right, cool, we're going to just do a, you know what Jumanji did with their like reboot we'll have people like yeah. all these kids stranger things they'll go to the, sit down to play their D&D game and then while they're there like something happens and like they fucking sucked into their like D&D book and they're actually like playing their characters and doing this stuff or you could have it like where they're sitting around and just fucking spin the camera around while they're sitting there and they like turn into like the actor versions of themselves and you princess bride it or some shit and you have them just be like doing their thing but his, you, I'm saying you have the, the capacity to reframe like yes the basics of the movie and still keep it going this is a evergreen world in a sense it's not like halo or zelda or mario where you've like linked this lore to a specific character so hard that it makes it hard to move on like james bond my favorite thing in the world if they were like oh no this is like you know called MI7 or like you know MI6 like where's the secret agency part and right. James Bond works with us you can move on from it because everything's about James Bond. It's like, well we can't tell a story in the world where like it's M and Q and all them and they're just like well we're just gonna go with a different agent because they fucked it up. D D doesn't have that. Vampire yeah. doesn't have that. Like you know you can keep that open. That's what that's why Resident Evil it's like that's the one video game franchise that kind of went throughout the, all the lore. And it's like, yeah, it, this is, looks fucking ridiculous on movie because in a video game, you're like, yeah, man, we're building on shit. It's getting wild and loose. And in yeah. movies, it, it's, it's the same thing. But because of this, because you're not tied to Alice or to the T-Virus or to like having to bring back all these characters that you blew up or killed or did some wild shit too in a previous installment, you can keep growing. Now, my main question for you besides this is, obviously, you... Everybody has to get stronger in this next film. I did like the upgrading of the weaponry. I feel like only um, Olga, Olga got upgraded armor and powers and stuff throughout the course of the film. Because did Simon throw that helmet in the garbage after he opened that door? I don't
1: believe so. Because it looked like that's exactly maybe, what happened. Like he literally maybe. throws
0: it on the ground. And I was like, I'm sorry. What? I mean, like, shouldn't that just
1: be, Shouldn't like,
0: that be like a part of your armor? It negates like powerful Fucking yeah. spells. Well just...
1: like Zank was like, be careful with this, be super fucking careful with this. So many people died for this. Um, I don't remember, I don't remember that specifically. Uh but um yeah, it's it's you think it would be a thing to hold on to. I was um, like,
0: bro, you should be like Magneto for from now on because like in D D, especially like when you're playing, pardon my assumption, but like when I would play like tabletop games like vampire and stuff when we stumble across something as a party and, like, we discover, like, a really rare mythic artifact or whatever, um, one of us uses that shit, and as long as it's not, like, the tablet that, like, dissolves on one use, um, that's just what we keep forever now. It's part of my fucking armor or my skill set.
1: Here's what I will say. The idea of, uh, these guys getting incredibly powerful magical items that they immediately forget that they have and never use ever again is the most DD shit i have ever heard of in my entire life because without fail anytime like oh that's right i've got like a thing that shoots black holes at people like I, like you you won't like there's I have never been in a game where that has not been a thing that we've not forgotten. Like, oh, yeah, I have I have a glass bobble that if I break it on the ground, any wish that I make comes true. Like, I <laughs> forgot all about that for like, you know, six months to a year. Um, So I'm, I'm actually super into this. Yeah,
0: <laughs> It's just I was just like, come on, you guys are you guys are killing me. It's like we've all watched it's like sort of online. It's like, oh, beat yeah. this boss! I got this fucking dope ass armor set. That, I'm, yeah, I'm literally gonna put this on. This is my armor set now. I look like yeah. this person for the rest of the
1: show now. Yeah.
0: They were like, like, Simon was like, "Oh, that door's open. Fuck this helmet. Let me go see
1: what's going yeah. on." Down yeah, I mean, it's it's there's something there's something to be said for that. I I do now, like, uh, yeah.
0: I have a question. I don't think you can answer for me. But who is it that actually knocks out Olga when like uh, Forge betrays them all? when she goes down and she sees the boat and she sees that Forge is loading up all the gold onto this boat who actually knocks. Cause they have like, a, I'm like, who the fuck? Cause we see that Forge uses, uh, the red witch to help trap, uh, Egan and all that stuff. But I, I'm trying to figure out how, like, who's like, who knocked out Olga down there by the boat?
1: Well, my, uh, my guess is that like, I mean, Olga, like, yeah, she's like a badass. But she's also, like, not, like, invincible. Like, you could knock a oh, no. person out. I don't so mean I, like but that. But I think it was just one of the soldiers. I okay. I think it was just somebody. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, it, was it the actual, like, known character or just, like, a rando? That was mainly yeah. my, my, uh, my concern, my thought. But how did you feel, though, about the Sun games? And is that an actual thing within the lore of D&D?
1: Uh, is that just, like, a made-up thing? It strikes me as something that would be um, real because, I mean, one, it's, it, there's so much, like, around it that is, like, Neverwinter is h- such a huge fucking deal in, uh, like, the world of d d Like, um, there's so much stuff. That, I mean, there's Neverwinter Nights, like, it, w- it was yeah. a huge, yeah, I mean, there's there's all of this stuff. So, I, I, I have no tr- trouble believing that that's a real thing. I could also believe that it's not. I mean, there's no... Um, But I I don't know uh, personally what what the the lore of that is.
0: So, here is my main question then for you. So, you talk about now, maybe this is where the creatures or that would have come into play because they were like on level one of the Sun games when these distortion beasts or whatever they're called displacer beasts came out. Is that really would that be a level one challenge? Like, because Chris Pine says him and his dad saw a person make it all the way to the fifth and final round and then get killed. But I'm like, so maybe so, there's a beholder in the fifth round. Or I don't know what that would entail because it seems like it's a hedge maze, like yeah. a maze you're going through. But the maze does actually have weapons and like stuff to actually kill these creatures and things with. So it's, I don't know. I'm just, I'm curious of what because obviously that before the first round ends, they all like escape back into the like thralls of the arena and they fight their way out and stuff but i was just trying to figure out what this is this like gladiatorial games but it's a pyramid like you have to go up and each one gets harder and once you get past the fifth round you like i don't yeah i don't know what
1: I, i the understanding that we get of the games is like they are yes they're difficult but in a way that is like unfairly so like it's not oh, like a sure. oh yes it's like a test of like like n- no you'll die like you're going in there and you will die that's what will that is that is the order of events that will happen um there are many things that are like like it's not like the displacer beasts like are on tops of the tops but like they are definitely not something you just fuck around with also i do want to point out that in this one of my favorite fucking moments in this entire movie is when uh holga tries to open up a sh- uh, a chest and it's a mimic and yeah, i was like that was wow cool. wow yes absolutely very cool into it i um, did
0: wonder i was like are, i was like is there gonna be mimics and i was like Oh, well, they, it was so funny because I was anticipating a rando. Yeah. To just get killed by a mimic or something. But instead, yeah. they're like, no, no, no. You'll see them, but it's not going to be successful when it's killing. But I thought that was hilarious. And I was just, I thought that was done very well. I agree with you. I was like,
1: there, no. there was like a kind of like the, the creatures that they had in this felt iconic enough, like Albert. Uh, I mean, yes, maybe not everyone who's uh, folks who haven't played, but like people who have like a passing familiarity, at least, you know, a gelatinous cube. Like, if you're, like, that's the thing that you're going to run into a lot. You know, Mimics. Yeah, obviously. Um, Displacer bees, Maybe a little bit further on in in, in the le- level of, of knowledge that someone might have, but still fairly close to the threshold. Um, mm-hmm. I think that they, they did this in a way that I feel like was, there was such a familiarity while at the same time. Introducing so many new things. Like, I, I don't know. They they really split the uprights on this in a, in a way that uh felt very satisfying.
0: Now, here's my, my other question for you Do you feel this was, for example, the completion of a whole campaign and now going forward, it's going to be a new campaign with the same party? Because I asked, it didn't seem like the Red Queen, like, while she did get some of the smoke to come out and she didn't really actually get anybody because the stadium was emptied out no. because all the coins and everything. But well, my main thought is do you think that this whoever whatever this being that she was trying to resurrect or bring back but is that going to be like the big bad yes the that's of that's this? the big
1: bad evil guy um uh so i what my belief is is that because this is likely at the very least a trilogy um that that will be the campaign this is okay. like an arc. this is like the first arc within the campaign. Uh, yeah okay. um that's what it feels like
0: because that yeah so I was, so then yeah i would say yeah, then I think that it might be more realistic that, yeah, the daughter is like, yo, dog, they're still going to try to come bring this dude back. We got to go do this stuff. And they're like, no, it's too dangerous. We're going to live peacefully, like, off over yeah. here doing whatever, robbing rich people, having a great time. And she's like, y'all are all weak. I'm going to go do this stuff. I'm going to meet up with uh, the old friend dude or whatever, yeah. and then we're going to go take care of this. She's got like uh, an
1: evil boyfriend or something. like you know. Of course.
0: You know, just yeah. definitely, definitely something like that. But yeah, I like that idea. I think that's I think that'd be cool. And like you say, maybe save some of the bigger you have to have, you have to save and have some things for the lore within the whole series, like you say. You don't want to yeah. s- just have everything in the first. Like go around I mean,
1: like in any game of D D, you know, if you look back on the shit you were doing at the very beginning, like it's like like fucking anime. Like when you're watching Dragon Ball Z, when it's like, oh man, like this was like, remember when he fought Vegeta? That was a big deal. And then like a couple of arcs on, you're like, man, he's a little bitch, isn't he? Like that's kind <laughs> of like like there is uh there is going to be a progression there. I feel like where, that will be because yeah. of the way in which they feel like simultaneously like no this is a real world and it's also we're very aware that this is a game um i feel like that we're gonna see kind of that that dynamic present
0: yes okay now i think we should write this bad boy yeah because although or i guess let me ask you because i know that you said you haven't played druid so you don't like who would you say, which character would, is most likely a character that you would have been playing in a game that you had
1: done? So I have played so many fucking bards, um, so many bards. Uh, so I've definitely done that. Um, I really like playing a paladin. I always say what typically happens when I play a paladin, and this happens with most of the time when I play a character. Like I start off I'm like he's going to be this and then immediately like I none of that's true. <clears throat> Like, I'm like, oh, this is going to be like, I remember like, like last time, one of the last games I was playing, I was playing a dragonborn paladin that it was supposed to be like, oh, you know, he was like, he was in the military and he's kind of like out of that now. Uh, but he was like, a, you know, he w- was big in that. And that I was supposed to be like, I think, I don't remember what my alignment was, but it was definitely on the good side. It might even been like chaotic good or something, but I definitely was lawful uh, evil. Like it would just, I was just like the guy that would just like grab it, like grab the dude we were interrogating, be like, Look, I'm going to kill you if you don't tell us this. And that's not a problem for me. It will be an inconvenience, but it will probably be a problem for you. So it would just like make everyone's life easier if, if I didn't have to turn you inside out. And I remember like our DM being like, Hey, that's not really, um, what i would think that your character I mean, yeah, <laughs> like that's like i just we 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 should probably talk about about things here and i was like no it's definitely not not evil but uh yeah so i mean a paladin is fun a paladin is a fun fun uh kind of character to be um i've never played a barbarian um it could be interesting uh i like to typically i find like when i am doing a character i'll really like okay like there's like a specific thing that I want to do that's like outside of the the mold. Like I, I played a um uh, a Warforge uh is one of my last ones. It's it's like a, essentially like a, an Android. Uh it was a gunslinger, which is a class that Matt Mercer invented, um, which now that fucking uh whatever the the world role is, is so big. Um, is it's but it's it within D. D like uh Wizards of the Coast has written uh, has, oh, okay. has like incorporated that and they've written like official uh, campaigns based within that world. Um, that I believe that the the gunslinger class is in there. So it's essentially the Terminator. I I, <laughs> I, I, was, I was and uh I was supposed to be like, again, I was supposed to be like super nice. My name was Richard, and I was just like, uh, "Hi, my name is Richard, and I am here to help you today." But I ended up just be, like being a murderous fucking killbot. Like it was it was the whole. I could not keep up the idea of being like a nice character for like more than fifteen minutes because I would get so frustrated instantly. Donovan was our DM, so like it was like. Like I would immediately be like, no, I'm just, I'm just going to shoot you know, in the I, face. Um, yeah,
0: I, I yeah. Immediately, yeah, I feel like for me, I would be one of two things based on the two characters type architects that I usually play. I either play like a sneaky, sneaky, seriously scary looking, like shadowy assassin, or I always play like a shape-shifting um, fighting assassin. Yeah. So I would say I'm probably most likely going to either be... rogue. Yes, I would, yeah. so I would, like, uh, my rogue, yes, would be my, like, Kaivit character and stuff, but I definitely think Doric would be, like, I would be, that's, like, my uh, Nosferatu, you know, with, have me you all know, have the animalism and proteins, you know, yeah. shapeshift and well, those things.
1: I feel like you would find, like, I, I, I feel like if we were playing, you would be more attracted to, like, being a warlock, for example. So, like, oh, yeah. warlocks are, like, they have a pact with like a de- with like a a a a, uh, a god or like some okay. like eldritch entity where that's where they get their magic from and like they have to like Interact with it and be like, no, I need you to do this. Like, what are you fucking talking about? I've told you, like, gave you powers, go do this thing, like, feed me. Um, that, like, I feel like that would be like the thing that, that, that you would, I would definitely play that. The and place. then
0: I would be, I'd be like, oh, hey, so what's your guy about? Well, he, oh, no, I'm super cool. I'm super, you know, friendly and helpful. I do happen to murder like eight to 12 people a week. Uh, but yeah. outside of that, I mean, that's just a sacrifice, yeah. uh, for my power. It's I'm I always pick yeah. bad people. I'm like Dexter. I look yeah. for the bad people to take out. But sometimes there's a time clock, and I don't yeah. really have uh, the ability to look for all the bad people. So sometimes I just choose women and children because I feel like that's the thing society would want me to do. You shouldn't be just out here taking, you know, men. They're part of the
1: workforce. What are we doing, you know? Yeah, and and your patron is Randy Newman. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I get, just like. <laughs> Hey there! Have you figured out ways to bring me more children's souls? No, Randy, I have not. I mean, it's been it's been a bit of a dry month, but you know, it's it's yeah, it's it's oh, same as last time. Like, guess what? That's that's actually I have to make this character immediately a a (laughs) a wardlock that has Randy Newman as their patron. (laughs) Like, I absolutely have to make this instantly. Uh, well, by the cool. way, uh these ideas are written by unqualified yeah, yeah, servers. All, you cannot steal property. Yeah. Uh yeah. But see, that's the kind of character I, like. I, I'll have like one joke in my mind, like that. Like I'll be like, oh, what if Randy Newman was my patron? And then like I'll like go with like I won't my brain will stop there and like I'll be like, no, that's that's like the <laughs> but like, I'll like build <laughs> everything around there is, is that just that. Like I'll be like just try like wrap things back into that. But that's not that's not a character, that's like a joke that I mean, that's the thing, too, is like you'll find like the idea of joke characters is very common within like D&D groups. It's like someone be like, OK, I've got like this. You got to play that. Like, I, I don't remember who it was. It was like one of like it was like either Brendan Lee Mulligan or someone like that who was like, no, like, you know, here's the thing is like if you have a, a joke character in your group, you make them stick with that so that like if like, you know, three years from now. When you got, you know, Blumkin, the dwarf uh there, who is is has finally uh, you know, he, he's holding the the body of his uh his, of his fallen comrade and weeping openly. Like, yeah, it's gonna be like this whole like the like no, you're gonna stick with this. I'm gonna make you feel things about Blumkin. <laughs> that's that's uh yeah, it's it's you gotta you gotta no. stick with it. You gotta it's you like, know, yeah, hold, no, hold, of course. course. Yeah, you gotta yeah. have fun with it.
0: It always yeah. Always something good. Uh, yeah. yeah, I I'll go first though uh, with yeah. my rating for the film, and I would like to say like, I had a good time with it. It was fun. I would, like it's hard for me to pinpoint an exact rating for it because it's like such a unique, like just fun experience. But I would say I would, I would give it probably like a seven, seven and a half because yeah. it's really thoroughly enjoyable, but it's somewhat predictable. Like you know, I we did see Michelle Rodriguez getting resurrected you know there's it's just some of this was, was a little predictable but i did like that also some of the predictability they did not shy away from they were like no yeah. we know that you knew this was happening so we're not going to pretend like it's a big reveal yeah you know? and
1: it, and i didn't find myself being upset about that ever like yes it was like that tropey, but like it was in a way that it was in such a palatable delivery that i was like no it's fine like I like it's totally like 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 yeah i'm, I'm cool with that um, I'm gonna give this an eighteen point eight out of twenty. Is my <laughs> my score there? Uh, Fair. Uh, that that's Fair. that's 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 what I'm gonna give it. Man, it's it's fucking great. Like it's this is I s- heard somebody say a statement that is gonna immediately sound crazy to you, and then when you think about it, you're gonna know that it is actually true. That this is the best fantasy movie since Lord of the Rings. Now, immediately it sounds crazy, but think about what the other movie would be. Between now and then, because they don't really make a lot of good fantasy movies, uh, that there actually isn't one that. I am really
0: not the best person for this because yeah, I'll bring up things. And I'll oftentimes you or my sisters will be like that sci-fi. Like, if if, if there is a spaceship fiction. in it, do not bring <laughs> it up.
1: <laughs> do not bring it up. Is it a sword and sorcery?
0: Like I mean, well, I would Jupiter argue
1: ascending. That's that. Like was I'm better. trying
0: to think of genuinely like what fantasy i mean we're not counting any of those fucking grindelwald you know fucking why, terrible why is that even boss. why are we
1: even talking like no absolutely not
0: I, i'm just thinking about like what yeah. actually was released just to even See, possibly the thing. valerian yeah. i didn't watch but you know, it's it, also I science know fiction. Came out.
1: that's definitely it. science you knew You're that right. was science fiction that is, you I, knew was,
0: that. I was like maybe there's dragons and that shit i was not thinking like that's really yeah <laughs> yeah i don't fuck it i mean like you're not wrong
1: because because mm. like yeah in the early 2000s there was a lot of fantasy but it wasn't like a lot of it wasn't that it was like harry potter and like narnia yeah and like i mean like no i'm just like hey, it was aragorn movies suck like i'm just i'm like
0: drilling in my head sort of, does how to train your dragon movies count because they are fantasy but because they're animated are really... you gonna say no
1: I think that I'm gonna say that those are like—is uh, that Pixar? It's DreamWorks, actually. Okay, I'm gonna say those are DreamWorks movies, which I don't really think I think is a is a genre unto themselves.
0: So you would say that you have no problems categorizing Shrek and How to Train Your Dragon as the same genre?
1: That they that they exist kind. Of, well, I mean, look at it. Like, it, is it really that far away from me? I mean, those, those, are, dragons, the, those are those are I would ogres. say those are DreamWorks two biggest yeah. franchises. right franchises there's it's definitely they're both fantasy in a way like they're fantasy uh, yeah dreamworks, yeah i it, i but i do not really i don't know i don't I, I like think it's, i'll
0: grant you there. that live action but then i would argue yes. that you know if you exclude lord of the rings uh how far back are you going before you get to a
1: Oh, so fantasy you mean of all time? Great. then? Yeah, no, I'll agree with that also. That's like, like that's because that I was like, that I that want Lord of the Rings. This is the best fantasy film of all time. Yeah, I'll take that. Like,
0: yeah. I'm genuinely trying to be like, what would like? Because I guess Never Ending Story would be a fantasy film, yeah. but I'm not going to take that. I'm not taking Ender's Game. Yeah, that's not fantasy. Um, I'm trying to think of what.
1: Uh, it's the Page Master, isn't it?
0: I w- I I was like, that's going to be a DreamWorks uh fantasy you're not gonna i'm not gonna let you take page master and be like that counts but then be like but yeah know, no how to Train your dragon yeah, and trek yeah, and stuff
1: no. totally different so, totally different yeah,
0: yeah i think because i mean honestly the hobby movies all suck so those are gonna yeah, be when not, it's not picked. Yeah. No. uh so yeah of all time this this is i'll say easily top three because i might oh, be easy. forgetting one off the top of my head so i don't want to yeah. be disrespectful of that other film that's not the lord of the rings yeah. trilogy or i guess harry potter despite well like uh, the harry potter story that yeah the, not at the, author, the time yeah you know, at the time it we, was a we, good yeah, yeah we
1: enjoyed it yeah
0: but yeah you know now you say this though it really just makes me be like damn there was art there's not really a fantasy stuff there's tv we got plenty of fantasy tv with thrones you know i guess
1: yeah
0: uh, rings of power you know there's when you other say things. plenty,
1: right you were able to name one good one jurassic park that's definitely that's fantasy. not
0: you know that that's not that you but know, it you is know, because dinosaurs know. do not exist. It's fantasy, and it's like this Wait, is equivalent. It's, it's right. little...
1: it was God it's put the fossils here. God put the fossils there to no, test mankind. I'm saying to try and fantasy. trick them. In... Yes, yeah, yes. No, I'm, <laughs> I, no yeah, I hear no. what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I understand. I <I'm>
0: we no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I am suggesting. The reason why it's fantasy is while unlike they are not mythical creatures; they are creatures that a thousand times existed,
1: not in this time, which makes right, it so it's science fiction. They're using Stop science. It! They're using science to bring back these things in a okay. way that's fictitious. Okay, but in
0: you know other fantasy, they use magic and it's science. You know what I mean? Like they're going to heal on. your no, arm. No,
1: explain. Explain what you just said.
0: They're like, oh, I'm going to. So they're like, I'm going to use this magic which is mixing these potions together or brewing this thing together to heal you or to do this thing for you. That's science, motherfucker. It's literally ingredients. It's a formula. Yes,
1: you could, many people have said that magic is just science that we do not yet understand. However, like we understand that there is like a, there is a line in the sand here. Or it's like, if somebody is like, if you've got the DNA strand cartoon, it's probably like if you, if you're using DNA and RNA and shit like that, you know, fucking i think that we're i think that we were lost there yeah i think that the point still stands that there's
0: i can't really think of it i mean never in story yeah. came to mind for sure can you think of any think other that's more like, iconic fantasies?
1: than good that's oh that's I why saying. i agree with
0: yeah. you i'm just yeah. saying that's the only other one that like at least i can no. think of off top no i, Would I i've got count as fantasy uh I, that's not science fiction it's mm. like a I, I guess don't know.
1: vaguely, but like I, I, but I no, I'm I'm at the same like there really hasn't. I mean, fantasy is a different thing, especially in like this much of a mainstream sense, and I do think that that's because like it is before now it was so like the past like you know ten years maybe even maybe not longer than that it has been such a kind of like fringe thing. That like, you know, people that were like into like, oh, you know, like they read a bunch of fantasy novels, you immediately like, like, it's it's not like, you know, that you were you lived in your mom's basement and like, like that, that's, that's, that's the thing that came to mind immediately. Um, I do think that I don't know that we're going to see a lot of like, if, if this sparks like a resurgence of like, actually good fantasy, like if we did the early 2000s fantasy tro- like trend, but it was like, oh, no, what if we did that, but things were good? Yeah, I'd be all over that.
0: I'm just I'm in my head, I'm genuinely trying to think of like what I could qualify that I'm not thinking of. There that isn't one fantasy. There
1: because isn't
0: one. Th- though because if fantasy just means, you know, I'm thinking like, okay, well
1: Let's, sword and God's sorcery. A, no, I'm like, Let's, like if that helps you.
0: Sword and sorcery, that would actually help me a little more because I some of my things I think of, I'm like, well, this isn't really yeah. It's fantasy in terms of mythical creatures or other things, but it's not yeah. like for example, uh like Ocha. Or I was like, Godzilla is definitely like a thing. No, yeah, this was that's, created. That,
1: that's, that's a kaiju like,
0: movie. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's like there's different. Uh, it's, yeah. So like, let's
1: stick with swords. It's sword very niche then. is what yeah. I'm
0: finding. It's like, it's, yeah. it's very super niche. Now, can you grant me, even though I don't remember there being mythical creatures, but I do feel like some things like Conan or Highlander can be considered fantasy. I mean, like oh, Highlander oh, for sure. Conan,
1: definitely. Conan is, is, um. I mean that was like oh is there like, is
0: that witch in that he goes to visit in the hut and no, stuff like, so that
1: would count. Uh, Conan is like the um who who's the fucking writer of Conan my my brain won't won't will um who is you the know guy who who did, who did the thing
0: no no I can't remember but I do know that like yeah Conan but, was but dope, regardless
1: just... he he is considered like the so Tolkien is like the considered the um father of of modern fantasy um mm-hmm. then uh fucking what's a uh, uh Robert E Howard he's considered the grandfather of modern fantasy because he he was bef- before that like he was okay like that yes a hundred percent Conan is fantasy like cannot okay. like like there's swords there is sorcery
0: now here is the question I have to ask myself if there were boobs in Dungeons and dragons honor among thieves would i like it more than conan or less than conan because conan does have boobs for no reason and it was in the 80s there's a lot of cocaine done to make that movie i feel right. like there was not that much cocaine done to make dungeons and dragons honor among thieves so i am struggling with the first conan versus
1: D yeah, I, I think on that, my placement this is good in a way that is that requires no sense of irony that is a thousand percent true but here's
0: the thing i am a cynical motherfucker and that means that conan is going to be rated nicely by me because i enjoy the ridiculousness of that movie we gave it a good score yeah we did it's a fun and so that's why i'm debating in my head now i would say in terms of accessibility like full enjoyment like i would definitely put this on with any person Dungeons and dragons that is and have no qualms about it i'm not gonna be like oh hey ignore you know the toxic masculinity hey ignore that sexual assault that they have at the beginning of Conan yeah, like, yeah, it's, oh it's hey you
1: know
0: arm. yeah Well, d d you're saying like, hey it's like put this on yeah. like I it's it's great
1: that you yeah those might have be, like a background of knowledge within it like it's those not might like, be
0: my top three yeah that is yeah. D&D Honor Among Thieves specifically not the Marlon Wayans joint the fact that the Marlon Wayans joint will probably still be a top 10 movie for me in this fantasy print like because I some. can't I couldn't even come up with, like, four good ones, oh, yeah. <laughs> is the fact that it means that the, that definitely would still be in the top ten means this is a woefully underutilized genre. And yeah, you don't have you to spend a shitload right. of a movie, or sorry, you don't have to spend a shitload of money to make the, a movie within this genre so you can still have a good story and then build later. You don't have, people aren't, I feel like that's the, a strong misconception with a lot of things is people think, oh, everything has to be bigger or has to be this that and the other like this movie definitely was not cheap like this movie definitely yeah. still probably cost over 50 million without question oh, yeah. because of the cg and all that stuff but it wasn't probably 200 or 300 million like some of these other movies it they were still relatively small with it but i you know it's the biggest issue i have with modern day film is that i think 16 of the 20 biggest films from last year Sequels or existing IP, yeah, things like that. And then four of the five biggest film studios that actually make the movies and stuff are all publicly traded companies, which means they have to make profit and have to always increase their revenue every year because investors care about that BS. And so, so like it's like that's why you're getting this. Like, there's no real ability for things to break out. Much like how Blumhouse came existed, and they were like, "Yeah, we're going to be making like shitloads of horror." Somebody should just come up here and make like a fantasy production company and spend like you know give it, like hey man here's like <laughs> five hundred thousand dollars for your movie you can do whatever the fuck you want to do and like just go crazy. There are people that like fantasy like they think I guess thing I don't understand like people like this kind of stuff and they
1: don't well, actually create so content for it. I do think that making movies in much of the way that like we don't like movies are expensive to make like they they are just legitimately expensive things to make uh, especially like in a way that like resembles the quality of this um and also I think that really the the reason that this is so good as opposed to other things um, is that there feels like there's a real understanding. Of D and D here that is not really present as much in other things. Like like anybody can make a movie, but if you're just like oh fucking like you know it's like a um oh. I, I don't I don't have I there there was like a there was a specific example of like something where it's like somebody like oh you know they were trying to make this movie but they had no, no idea of it like like different fantasy movies in the past like science fiction movies in okay. the past. if you're just like trying to make a direct like you're just you're just a director like making a movie like fucking like whatever I don't know it's this um then yeah it's not gonna it's gonna show that like you can't hide that but if you really understand what you're doing and it's not just like a gig then yeah, it's it's you're going to like they fully understood what they were doing here. And I mean, yes, like you know, wizards of the Wizards of the Coast is fully I think Wizards of the Coast is a scumbag company, um, you know in a lot of ways, you know. If, if you if wizards of the Coast is listening right now, um, uh, you know, just uh draw me a line. Maybe I'll change my mind. But like uh all, all I know is that you know, you've you've uh you've done some th- hey, you've done some things in the past 12 months. I think we can all agree on that. Um, but uh they there is like a where it was a real um kind of sense of direction wow. here that I think held through and there wasn't uh you didn't lose that at all. But um Oh, I agree. Yeah. And
0: by the way, I remembered what I will say is a better fantasy movie than Dungeons and Dragons Honor Monk Daves, which I think Kel will actually agree with on with I say this. Pan's Labyrinth. There is a fantasy movie that is better. So I would say Lord of the Rings, Pan's Labyrinth, then probably dnd
1: honor among here these. here's what i'll say is that i don't i'm gonna i'm gonna disagree but it's not necessary because i think that movie is like it's like it's totally it is fantasy yes it is totally different though for me like it, i cannot think of them in the same vein at all they are 100 both fantasy like a 100 i agree it's like but the difference
0: like, is uh i would say optimistic fantasy and yeah. dour fantasy I, you know yeah. but still
1: yeah they definitely i count. enjoyed this so much more than Pan's Labyrinth, but it is. I, it's not really a thing that you can compare, I think, that well. Like, it's, it's Does, just there's such different things.
0: I, that's fair. That's, no, it's a that's totally a fair argument and thing to point out. I was just in my head. Now, here's another one that I like that I'd probably put in my top five rain of fire. Dungeons & Dragons I probably like so, a little better, but Reign of Fire, dope-ass me. Dungeons
1: & Dragons is, without question, a million times better. However, I will say that I do find Reign of Fire to be interesting because they were kind of doing something a little bit different. Um, and uh, I don't know that it worked the whole time, but, you know, it's it's a movie it's, that is insane enough and just good enough to be watchable. Uh, Yeah, it has, and
0: it has like yeah, Yeah. it has like genuine dragons. Like it's like no, we're not fucking about. You're gonna see multiple dragons. We're we're gonna fight them. Like, is there a premise or concept? I mean, not necessarily. You know, Matthew McConaughey with an axe. Yeah, Yeah, and Christian Bale farming. It's just watch Rain of Fire, please, if you haven't. It is wild. Uh, You know, somebody there's genuine. There's a character who literally. I'm trying to think of an equivalent uh, scene that's in a more well-known. But the funniest thing I've seen, and it's okay, there is a Jon Snow Battle of the Bastards moment when he like is like has all the horses stampeding at him, and he just draws his sword and he's like, "Bring it on!" with Matthew McConaughey and this fucking axe. I will always fucking never stop laughing at. I know that they don't. They, when I watched it when I was 13, I was like, "Oh, this is like." Intense and serious as fuck. But every time after that, I watch this movie, I cannot help myself. Matthew right, kind like jumps, jumps off this his fucking shit. bridge yeah. with this fucking axe.
1: I every time, yeah. and it's like, what was your next movie? Fall- yeah, yeah, like what did you? Yeah.
0: Th- what was gonna happen? What? Like, it's just- yeah.
1: What was? Yeah. What was your? Because it's not like it's not like it's instantly over either. Like you have to make decisions now. Like you got there's you're gonna have to make choices in this new situation you put yourself in. And what are those going to be? Because it's like your best case, best case scenario. You are hanging from a dragon by an axe. Well, yeah. Are like you gonna? That, you can't take uh, the axe out because while, while from still a dragon being
0: it. while still yeah. being he's at the best four hundred feet above ground.
1: Yeah, like no. at your best time. So yeah.
0: what, what is the plan? It's, just, I don't yeah, it's, it's a
1: it's a dumb movie. You should watch it though. It's yeah. so yeah. Oh my
0: god, can't recommend. You know that's yeah. It's wonderful. But thank you. Yeah, it's good. Thank you, Kel, for placating me on all these random side tangents. No, it's on it's on. fine.
1: We have I feel like you've <laughs> been here for like 16 hours, but like, yeah, no, it's it's fine. Yeah. Uh but it's so fun. Yeah. And thank yeah.
0: you for listening and being a part of our conversation. As always, you can reach out to us in all the various places that Kellum is going to tell you about once I pass it off to them. But in the meantime, I would like for you to follow me over on Twitter for as long as I will placate existing on there. Over at Stimpy is King. You know, I don't know what I'm going to switch to, but I'll be quicker and better about whatever society chooses to move to next. Normally, I like to be well behind because I don't fucking follow trends. I'm not like, I don't fucking, I'm not this fucking.
1: You could get on Instagram to begin that. First process. off,
0: it's too late. I'm going to wait for the new one. Okay. Like okay. I've, I decided All that right. we're, we're past TikTok and we're past Instagram. Okay. okay? Right. So I'm, I'm right. waiting for the new thing. I'm just going to be on top of that and then. You know, from there, you can reach out. If you would like to also listen to me ramble on and, you know, confuse people and go on diatribes in a different location, please come over to Stimson Ain't Easy. It's the podcast that I do with my brothers on a weekly basis where we mess with each other and have a great time. Kel's been on there. You know, I'd like to point out, Kel, that the way that this photo breaks every once in a while, for whatever reason, it just really makes it look like you have a long, like natural braid of blonde hair on the other side of you. Yeah, yeah. other Is side. It, with, it's it, so perfect here. I'm just it's like, it's so oh, perfect. Yeah. And every time I'm just like, love it. <laughs> like yeah, just yeah. love it. Yeah, uh, it's, very, it's very good. Yeah. But thank you. Uh, everything else though, in terms of where to email us, to reach out, follow us. You know, tell them what you know about that. Please, for the love of any deity or void or person that you believe in, review. This GD podcast, because I would like for people to find it and see the review and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna push this up the rating system, so that way more people will locate it." Like, come on, guys, we're coming up on episode 100. We're gonna do something special for yeah. you. The least you could do is rate this. And if you've already rated us, because you are a good patron, and a very good supporter and lover of what we do here every week, what I would like for you to do is um, take your partner, or your sister, or your mom, or your brother's phone and just go on their phone and write a review for this podcast because it'll be from a different phone account. Yeah. So therefore it wouldn't still actually spans. seem weird. And mm-hmm. that way we can still get that pushed up. But I'm gonna let Kel take over from here.
1: All right. Thank you very much for joining us for this rather uh extended but fun episode of uh Unqualified Observers. We've had a great time here with you in the studio this evening. Uh, as always we love having you by. Um, Next episode, we are going to be watching Demolition Man. That's right. The uh, 1993, um, now, science fiction. Is, 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 this is a now, science listen, fiction movie. Listen here.
0: This is fantasy, okay? It's because not, it's, there's time travel.
1: It's, it's, so it's, 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 it's fantasy. That's science fiction. <laughs> you use science to time. Unless it's a spell that Callum, you're using to travel ask time. Can I ask you a question, please? Yes. It is time travel
0: real it, time travel is no. theoretically
1: possible as no stated by albert einstein
0: no therefore unless it's superman in superman 2 or superman right. 1 i can't right. remember which but, one but that like, is science fiction it's, everything it's not, else it's
1: not a wizard casting a spell it's a machine that How, they built oh oh excuse that's me why, a machine that's why it's that they fiction build. thomas a that's why it's they fiction a
0: machine they built i will science grant you that for fiction. looper And Back to the Future only, okay? I'll grant it for those things. You want to explain to me 17 again? Or you want to explain to me Okay, that is things, fantasy. you know
1: that is like that is fantasy. <laughs> like, that, like No, no, that's thirteen going on thirty 13 going you want on to thirty is a fantasy th- film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm I'm fine <laughs> with, you know, uh Friday the thir- freaky Friday fantasy film. Like I'm, yes, I'm fine with like, Okay, fine okay all as long as videos. we're establishing the yeah, no, yeah. thing.
0: Demolition Man is not that fantasy. I was just yeah, having so a whole fun it's, joke. It's definitely a science fiction.
1: All right. but yeah, just a quick rundown for those of you that are uninitiated with innocent victims caught in the crossfire in Los Angeles' intensifying war on crime. Both cop John Spartan, played by Sylvester Stallone, and violent thug Simon Phoenix, played by Wessie Snipes, are sentenced to a state of frozen incarceration known as cryoprism. When Spartan is finally thawed 36 years later, it's 2032, and Los Angeles is now a pacifist utopia called San Angeles, but with Phoenix again on the loose, Spartan must team up with the future cop Lenina, played by Sandra Bullock, to apprehend the killer. Uh, and you can watch this movie uh, over there on uh, HBO Max. You can also rent it on uh, YouTube, uh, Google, Amazon, what have you. But yeah, watch it between now and next. We'll chat about the movie. Uh, if you would uh, like to, if you've got questions, things that you would like us to talk about, Great way for you to uh inform us of that would be to uh get in touch with get in touch with us on social media. Uh you can do so on Instagram at unqualified observers. You can do so on Twitter at Observecast. You can also email us at observers at gmail.com. Great way to any of these are great ways to reach out, say hey, you know. Love what y'all are doing. Uh, you should check out this movie. You should check out that movie. You know, you get you get what I'm uh, what I'm driving at here. Uh, interact is you know let's 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 uh, let's have this be kind of a give and take here. Uh, and speaking of, as Thomas said, if you would like to please rate and review the podcast, especially on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, it's a great way to help out the show. It keeps us on the charts and lets people be able to see us when we get in front of new listeners. A uh, great way to expand the audience. Uh, and you know. It doesn't cost anything so you know i mean you know, do what you want to do but like i'm just letting you know it's free baby it's free well i guess time is the one thing that you is like the currency that there is not more of like you can't really but i'm i'm kind of like i'm i'm, I'm hampering my own argument here so i'm gonna i'm gonna move on from we that. are
0: we're saving the time paradox for that justin timberlake and man the seyfried movie that we're going to do later on
1: right uh, right right yes yes that's that's uh which which, this is fantasy now um but uh but yeah so uh if you would please do that that'd be really helpful for us um but uh we will see you next time until then i'm kellum and i'm thomas and we don't know anything